my name is Ashley Shannon, and I'm here with my co-host, Carrie McAvoy, and you're listening to the Girl Get Your Shit Together podcast, where we talk about picking up the pieces when shit falls apart. Hi, Carrie. Hey there, Ashley. Good to see you today. It's good to see you, too. So today we're going to talk about why we are single in the year 2021. (laughs) This is kind of an intro into... I guess, uh, our relationship status and dating life. Um, so I guess we could just start it right off. Carrie, why are you single in the year 2021? Well, it hasn't helped that there's been a pandemic going on. <laughs> right? <laughs> Certainly it's crimped my style a little bit. Just a little, don't you think? Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, I got divorced um, about 19 months ago. So I've been partly just healing from that process. So I'm taking it slow. Taking it slow. Yeah, I feel like the pandemic kind of puts a damper on um, dating. Um, But I always kind of dated online anyway, so it hasn't really changed much for me because with two kids, I'm not like going out to the bar to meet people. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like who really wants to meet people in bars anymore? I don't know. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I went into the pandemic in a relationship and then coming out of it not in one Mm -hmm. so that's kind of been interesting but it it hasn't been very long it's uh about three months right so yeah and you were saying the last one we were talking about that you were trying to take a little bit of a break how's you feeling about that and how (laughs) yeah so I said that I was going to take a break until April 1st right right um well about 24 hours ago, I downloaded Tinder <laughs> and like set up my profile. So um, I feel like the break is over. <laughs> I, I understand. I've done the same move, boy. I tell myself, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. And then you do it. I kind of feel like I was trying to justify it. Like if I spend a couple of weeks talking to these people um, and then when I move, like I will already have like people there already you know I'm moving somewhere where I used to live before in the same area so it's not like I don't know people but I don't really have a friend group anymore or anything like that so I I feel like I was just trying to like tell myself that (laughs) that if I you know got to know and started talking to people early then you know I'd get up there and I could go on dates or whatever which is you know kind of true I guess I don't know well, yeah, that makes me wonder what your dating process is like. I mean, how long do you, are you open to texting somebody? Um, okay, I'm trying to think. The, la- <laughs> the last couple of times where I met somebody, um, so my last relationship, I saw him and my friend tracked him down on Facebook. <laughs> so then I added him on Facebook and we talked for like three or four days. Um, and then the one before that, we probably talked for three or four days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe this is a good thing because I'm not physically up there. So it right. forces me to talk to them longer. I right, guess. right, right, right. I find, I mean, I don't know what kind of guys that you're meeting and you and I are in very different age groups. I mean, I'm in the over 50 group generally, not to say I can't date younger and I have dated younger, but just to say that I can't date older. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But I, but Jen, but, but I'm assuming our, I guess my point is I'm assuming our profiles on online, our demographics are a bit different. And so I'm not, I'm curious to see what kind of people you're seeing, the guys you're seeing, because 
Um, they they just don't. They're not very aggressive right now. The people that I'm online with, they're not. They're real hesitant, really avoidant. So they may like you, but then they'll never communicate with you. Um, and well, then when that, they, that's not different from a relationship. Yeah, well, and then they may <laughs> communicate with you, and then it just perpetually goes into text to fade away. There's a lot of that. This mm -hmm. text to fade away. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's curious. I'm like that. Um, okay, so well, first off, mindset to everyone, women and men. Okay. Um, so that's one way that our demographics are probably different. Um, it's set from 26 to I want to say like 55 like it's okay. a wide range um and uh uh I am like that I am a match with with a bunch of people and then like message maybe one I won't message anybody first um you don't well I do it's different I do with women because women tend to be more hesitant I am hesitant and so I will usually write something up that's like, hey, I'm really awkward, both online and in person. So hi, <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm not trying to be witty. I'm just trying to be honest. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. um, but with men, I won't message them first. Um, it's really a test to me to see what they say. Um, if they ask me what I do for work, um, I'm immediately like, well, you didn't read my bio. Like mm -hmm. you swiped on my picture. You didn't read my bio because it's in I my bio. I see a lot of that. They have no yeah. idea. Yeah. They come in blind. And so I, I, I don't typically even like respond. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, it just kind of, it just, it just really depends. But I am like a, a text and then like fade away unless they really grab my attention right away. Interesting. Interesting. I, I often will, if they like me, I will look at their profile. And if I see enough commonalities, I'll text and say, hi, thanks for liking my, I'd like to learn more about you. But, and then I kind of wait and see what happens. And often just nothing will happen. And then once in a while I'll get something. And it's weird to me how many times it's a day or two or three later that they'll come back and say something. I don't quite know what to mean of that. Um, and then they may text a little bit and they seem to flounder on what to say. They'll ask me things like, um, what are you, what are you looking for? I hate that. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I'm on a dating app. What do you think I'm looking for? I ask every single person that. Really? Why? Every single person. Please, I hope you understand what that question is about. I don't get it. Oh, well, it's, are you in a place in your life where you're looking for a relationship? Are you in a place in your life where you're looking to just casually date? or just to be friends with benefits? Um, are you looking for friends only? Um, I wanna know like upfront and I also want them to know that like right now, especially right now, I'm not looking for anything serious. Um, I want to casually date and get to know people. I'm not, you know, I was very upfront with the guy that I'm kind of talking to now about like, I'm not deleting this app. Like we can go out on a date, but like I'm, leaving my options open not because I don't like him or I'm not drawn to him or anything like that just because like I really 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 like my life and I want to go out and have fun when I don't have my kids but I'm not ready to make compromises to bring in somebody serious yeah yet. yeah but so. in fact I don't even address that whether or not I'm still on the app I'm assuming I am on the app unless I say I'm not <laughs> I'm on the app Mm. I didn't even know that's a thing. I mean, if they think oh. we're like went out, that's I've that's had guys neat. that are like, 
they'll message me for like 24 hours or something. And then maybe we'll trade phone numbers because I hate the app. It glitches all the time and it pisses me off. So um, I'll give them my phone number and then, you know, they'll be like, Hey, you know, I just want to let you know, I deleted it. I met somebody and I'm like, yeah, who? Like, I didn't mean anybody. <laughs> like, like, just who because you mean? doesn't mean it's anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm always I'm, shocked by that. It's like, bud, but I haven't even met you. I don't yeah. know if I even will like you. To me, you're just a, you're a figment of my imagination until we meet in person. And then I'm finding lately. And see, I, so I online dated between the loss of my husband and then my second husband. And then of course I'm back in online dating now, but in that, and that was about five years ago. And that five years span difference break, the group of people are really different. They're not mm-hmm. the same as they were before five years ago. They're, so things move differently. And what I've noticed now is that um, what I used to be able to sense whether or not I like someone or not like someone pretty much by the first date. Now I'm finding, oh no, it takes more dates. I'm, really? I'm thinking that out like three to four, uh-huh, three to four dates in. And, and then I'm like, mm, no. Nah. Last several guys that I've met and had multiple dates with, I was disinterested about by about the third or fourth date. That's so weird to me because it's always been, for me, it's always been almost like instantaneous. Mm. So, and even on an app. So, um, when I met on an app, you yeah, well, it's. Okay. So it's, it's like a combination of like a physical attraction, but also like what their bio says about them. So when I met, um, Jimmy and so he's like, mm, maybe four, three boyfriends ago, mm-hmm. I date a lot. No, not really, but, um, no, you actually he was just I the first time. <laughs> yeah. You're very slow actually. He was just the first, I had just downloaded Tinder for the first time. Mm-hmm. This was like six or seven years ago. Graham was one. So six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, uh, I hadn't dated in, in a year. And um, I, I was swiping through pictures, very, granted, very small town. So even setting it out to like a 30 or 40 mile radius, I knew a lot of people which then I'm just like, no, <laughs> no. I know your family. Um, yeah, right. Like <laughs> I went to school. I work with your mom. Like you that's know. right. That's right. But um, uh, I saw his picture, and um, I like a man with a beard. <laughs> He's a big beard. That's but then it was like, <laughs> yeah. But then it was like, you know, I'm laid back. Um, I keep to myself. Uh, I don't go out. I don't drink. Um, uh. I like to read. That's always a huge one for me. Like, that's almost like a, like, like, okay, we can date, you know, like, cause I feel like men don't, well, I feel like people in general don't read. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so, and that reading's always been a huge part of my life, even before I was writing. So, um, you know, and, it, and I saw his picture and I was like, this one, yeah, this one. And I didn't swipe on anybody else. I was like this one. And I waited until we matched. And then we talked for like, three or four days and then we ended up meeting and it's funny because we had been running in like parallel crowds for like five years but still never met each other Mm -hmm. and um yeah and so it was just kind of like and it's it was like that with the last one um but I saw him on the street and then once I read his profile online I was like oh yeah this one it's just weird Mm. and I can tell pretty much like first 
two or three messages. Mm. Um, I'm like, you have an no. advantage though, you're, because you're coming at it from that you said a same small town. So, do you well, think come, are they like yeah. utterly cold to you? Like you have like no info, or are you having a little bit of info? Do you think? Do you know what I mean? Um. Well, this time around, I have no info because okay. my circle is okay. bigger. I don't want to okay. date in the same town I live in. Okay. Because my mom always told me, you don't shit where you eat. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> so, um, oh, I, I widen the range um, to, you know, uh, I'm willing to drive an hour tops. Okay. That's, okay. that's my, my ultimate limit. So, I put it out to there. And so, I don't know these people or their families or anything like that. But I know the area. Like, yeah. they all either you know, work on a farm or do construction or, you know, like it's always kind of like the same type of guy, mm -hmm. so to speak. But um, I can definitely tell. I had one guy message me last night and he was just like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. And every he would say something and I was like trying to have a conversation and like every other sentence was like, I can't believe it. You're just so beautiful. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't know what your deal is. I don't know what your scam is. Like, it's great. I am pretty. I know this, but like, is there anything else going on in your head? <laughs> like, and that to me just says like, I'm trying to get in your pants or something along those lines. And that's not what I'm looking for currently. So, you know, I was like, okay, we can, we can unmatch. Do you ever feel guilty unmatching with people? No, no, I don't. Mm -mm. <laughs> I don't either. No, when, when and the, I do it a lot. I'll even say to them, we're not a match. And then I'll unmatch. Oh, I'll even see, but you're them. nice about it. You say we're not a match. I'm just like, we'll be in the middle of a conversation. And I'll be like, I'm not feeling this unmatch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I usually warn them, but usually I'm half pissed by that point. You know, there's something going wrong. Usually they're rude or they're, or they're obviously not a real person. There's someone who's trying to, it's a fake profile or, or something. Um, but yeah, usually they're, they're done something to kind of cause my ire and then they'll unmatch. And yeah, usually I say it in a, like, we're not a match. And then I unmatch. That's my favorite question. I get probably nine times out of 10 within the first couple of questions is, are you real? Mm. Yeah, I'm real. First off, most of the bots on Tinder are like, use like model pictures so I'm like yeah ooh, you don't think I'm real <laughs> like that's oh, great that's nice. but, that's um, a compliment, yeah but then um one guy um quizzed me like where'd you grow up what high school did you go to and I went to a high school called interstate 35 it is a joke in Iowa um we have a mascot that's a roadrunner and so I, when I said it's that it's kind of impossible like, to like that, that it's obvious you're not a scammer if you answer that way right yeah and so I, I told him and he's like no shit you're real yeah, exactly exactly the, the for me the scammers for my group look really different they usually this is a sad thing they usually uh try to imitate being the center of the road they're usually mm -hmm. uh, they're usually conservative um or or they're really into some health kick you know they're vegan or something and then uh, sadly most of them will indicate a religious uh, affiliation and uh and then they have and sometimes they have kids sometimes they don't but it's usually they're too perfect and then the tip off is how they engage how they engage with you and they usually will say you know hey beautiful or they'll do something that's kind of like an emotional manipulative comment now other guys do too so you have to be careful about that but but they'll often almost always start out with 
uh, a compliment. Um, and so, and then I, I'm usually going really, really careful, really cautious. So it's hard. I find, I find trying to weed through the fake profiles really tough because on my end, at least 50% of them or more aren't real. Okay. So what platform do you use? I'm on uh, okay match. I was on Bumble for a while and I've used match in the past and uh, Christian Mingle was awful. It was all almost oh all not non real people. And then I've also used elite singles. That was okay. It was okay. And then I'm also on eHarmony and that's, that's okay. The guys, there's no activity over there. Just none. They're quiet. I, okay. So I use Tinder, which everyone's like, I read an article the other day talking about how I had met a boyfriend on Tinder and people are like, what do you expect? He turned out to be a douche. He was on Tinder. And I was like, I've met some really nice people on there. I don't think that the app, I mean, it is, when it first came out, it was known for like just hookups, but it's not really that way anymore. I'm not. And uh, plenty of fish. I met a girlfriend off of plenty of fish one time. Yeah, I've been on plenty of fish. I'm really not impressed with anything. (laughs) I think I got a lot of activity on plenty of fish, and that was years ago, though. I've not been on lately, and I've never tried Hinge, so I have no idea about that one. And Match, I'm just not the right type of a woman for Match. I just don't. The the people on Match, who I am and who they are, it's not a match. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Match is for, like, conservative people. Oh, well, in the 50s, there are men in crisis who want to start a new family with somebody younger. Oh my God. That's yeah. terrible. They'll even say that they are looking for someone who's 15 years younger. Who's interested in starting a family. Like, mm, gross. this baby's not going to do that. <laughs> not possible for one, but. Okay. So what's your, like, um, what's your biggest red flag, I guess, or, or something. Okay. So you, I don't know how it works on your platform, but on Tinder, you swipe left. If you like them you swipe right or if you don't like them you swipe right if you do and so I will usually look at their picture read their bio and swipe sometimes I won't swipe if they don't have a bio Mm -hmm. sometimes I will it just kind of depends but like after you've matched with somebody what's like a big red flag that you're kind of like never mind I take it back (laughs) um well, uh, maybe I'm a bit of a snob, but education is important to me. So mm-hmm. if they just a high school education or trade school, I generally will swipe left on that. Um, another one for me is if it's if they describe themselves as super active and looking for someone who's very active and energetic. Well, you know, that's I'm not in that stage of life anymore. It's just, yeah. I just know it's they're getting frustrated with me. Plus, I'm, I'm a high introvert. I like my solitude. I've been, I mean, my last guy that I was married to was an extrovert. It, it's rough. He was very extroverted. I'm very introverted. And it was a painful experience to have that difference. Yeah. Um, so, so when I hear that kind of like exuberant kind of a personality, the other thing is, is that if I see somebody who's putting a lot of emphasis on about how their fitness is, and they have lots of pictures of the gym, and then they talk about how important it is that they meet someone who cares about these things. I mean, I care about these things, but I'm worried he's judgmental. Mm-hmm. So I don't want anybody who's going to sit there and say, why'd you eat that? I mean, that's just to me. Because <laughs> I wanted to. Yeah, exactly. Why but didn't I, you? I had, a client, I had one of my clients years ago was a super skinny woman. 
and she uh, just had she just had multiple she had kids recently, and every day her husband wanted to know if she'd worked out, and he was like watching her and monitoring her. I don't really want anybody that's that kind of that critical. So yeah, yeah. so those are things that that are obvious red, red flags. I think the other thing is if they hit me too hard emotionally, like you're so beautiful, or how are you doing beautiful, or I, you know, I'm looking for the love of my life or something like that. Like, oh, back up, back up. Right. Yeah. Like you're a little too fast. So yeah. How about for you? What's your big red flags? Um, Okay. So you can definitely tell like in this part of the conversation that our demographic is different because um, I have kids, young kids. Yeah. And so if they don't like kids, yeah. um, If they have kids, but they aren't involved. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Um, and I, you would not believe the amount of times I've been like, oh my God, he's really cute. I like his bio. His child is right near one of mine or whatever. So, you know, they could play together, whatever. Swipe right. And then it's like, oh my God, how often do you have your kid? And, um, well, I saw her a few months ago or um, one day a month or, yeah. and I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no. No, you're not going to come and spend more time with my kids than you do with your own kid. Yeah, that's <laughs> just sad. wrong. Exactly. So, um, and, but there is a ton of, I don't mind a weekend warrior. Um, a lot of, like a lot of custody agreements, it just turns out that dads get every other weekend. Yeah. That's normal. But um, anything less than that, I feel like is you're not doing your job as a parent for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, um, not necessarily education, but open-mindedness, um, wanting to better yourself and your situation or, you know, and I need somebody who's kind of at the same level of ambition that I'm at, you know, um, I don't care what your job is, but you want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like if you're with somebody who hates their job, then they pretty much hate their life at this point, you know, right, like, right, right. or they're going to put all the pressure on you to somehow fix that hole that's in their life, you know, provide mm-hmm. the entertainment or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I'm looking for a whole person, right. You right. know, I'm really sick of, <laughs> I'm super fucking sick of dating fixer uppers. Mm. Like it is not my job to come in and, you know, piece this thing back together. Right. Um, I have enough hobbies, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but that's how I feel I feel like guys get like uninterested in their own lives they're not happy so they're like I need to go find a girl women do this too I know Um, know. and I have met my I have met my share of men I met somebody who was retired early and mm -hmm. he just wanted I think he want he he wanted just someone to hang around with him and be his buddy like "Uh, buddy I have a life I have a yeah I don't have room I got shit to do yeah, exactly. Like, you know, another one that knocks people off right away for me is if you have cat. I'm highly allergic to a cat. So I hate I'm, cats. Well, I, and I'm just nice right up front. Like <laughs> cat, oh, bye. And I don't even want to have to make them have to make a choice because it will be a choice, you know? <laughs> that is the- I, my asthma is so bad. It's going to be a choice, them or me. So <sighs> that's just that not- is the hardest part about dating women. Mm. Oh, there are a lot of them have cats. Yeah. To the end, I just don't like them. I don't, I can't even like politely like them. I cannot like swoon over your kitten. Like I'm not allergic. Maybe that's what I should start saying though. Like maybe I should start saying, yeah, like, just oh, I can't hold your cat. I'm allergic. Like, 
but it's kind of it's kind of, I put it in the same category as kids some people don't want to date people that have kids right I don't want to date people that have indoor cats Right, Outdoor right. cats are fine. In, right, 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 right. Not okay. I don't want to raise somebody else's kids. That's where I'm at. Is um, you know, I've already raised my children. I don't really want to raise other people's young children. I don't mind that they have children in their lives or they're there for every other weekend or something, but I don't want them in their daily life. That's kind of like I, I've done that. I mean, I've mm-hmm. I, I've done that. So I look at I I have that same idea. Okay, so there are a couple of different things that will make me swipe left on a person that I actually am interested in. One of those is if they're older than me and their kids are a lot older than my kids. Mm. I just assume that nobody wants to go backwards. So Mm. if their kids are getting ready to graduate high school, why would they want to date me who has a two-year-old and it's like starting all over again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um. I just, I, yeah. So I kind of make that decision for them. Maybe I shouldn't do that. I guess I don't know. you might find they don't really care. Maybe, you know, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a preference and, and I just know for me, okay. So this is the other, this is what ties into that. I don't really want to be someone's wife. Oh, amen. I, I, I totally agree with I that. I want to get married again. I really would like to get married, but I don't intend to be a wife ever again. Meaning I'm not going to be the one doing his laundry and I'm not going to be the one handling the cooking and I'm not going to be overseeing the cleaning up of the house. I, I don't intend, I mean, if those things have to be done, we'll either pay for it or we'll share it. But don't think you're marrying somebody who's automatic housewife, housekeeper for you. Uh, n- n- no, I'm, that's not me. I'm not doing that. I feel like that's probably a huge issue in your like demographic probably. because- especially if they're divorced or God forbid, like widowed or something. Like, I feel like men your age and older really never learned how to do any of that shit for themselves. Well, they're doing it now. See that. And now they don't want to. So they're like, I have to go get a woman now. Exactly. Can I find someone to sort of rescue me from this? And I'm thinking I want rescued from it. Like, like, I don't want to do your fucking laundry. Like, I don't want to do mine half the time. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, in fact, I know that I probably work, I work as hard, if not harder than a lot of guys do. Exactly. To me, me, I want somebody who's going to come in and bring something to my life, not just come and take from me, expect more, more out of me. I already, I already did that. I'm not doing Mm -hmm. it again. It's crazy because I do feel like, like nobody not nobody, but a lot of men don't understand. Like they either see me, they don't see me as a professional. So they see me as a mom and that's kind of my job or whatever. They don't understand that on top of momming, I work a certain amount of hours every week. Like I work just as hard as they work. And then I also take care of my kids alone. And then it's like, I already have all of these jobs to do. You can't be another job for me. Right, 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 right. Like, <laughs> right, right. I'm not signing up for this. So, you know, and yeah. To me, it's kind of amazing that anybody would walk into a relationship with the expectation of being able to handle over a big portion of their life. You and I mm-hmm. don't walk into a relationship and say, oh, whew, okay, now I don't have to worry about X, Y, Z ever again. What? It doesn't work that way for us. Right, yeah. So guys... You know, it, it's like the move-in stage. So guys come into a relationship, they move in, and they assume that 
you're going to cook their meals and do their laundry. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a woman, I've never walked into a relationship assuming that a guy was going to babysit my kids or clean my house or even change the fucking oil in my car like or, or do my bills or exactly my taxes or I mean I think about all the things that I've done for men and and I'm amazed at the number of things that they relied on me I mean my my first husband he didn't do anything in the house he didn't do anything in the laundry he didn't do anything of the yard he didn't do anything in the cars he didn't do anything with the bills he literally worked and came home I'd like that. Can I sign up for that? And then the second one one is he would do laundry sometimes. And we ate out a lot because I didn't want to cook. He didn't want to cook. He would maybe clean up the kitchen, but he never looked at a single thing had to do financially. I don't even know if we filed our taxes. He assumed I was taking care of that. It's that whole patriarchal thing where men are supposed to go and work and women are supposed to take care of the house. At this point, It's really difficult for a family of four or whatever to live on one income. Yeah. So the man's job is still the same. He goes to work, he comes home. The woman's job is to go to work and then come home and still do all of the wifely duties, housekeeping, whatever. And I'm like, no, I don't live in the 1960s. If you want me to do all of that stuff for you, then you better make enough money so that I don't have to work. Exactly. And I want to work exactly i I want to work too exactly i don't want to be the person taking at home in fact i could be retired i don't want to be retired yeah i'm working harder than i could ever work and because i'm choosing to do that so basically it's a it's a common consensus between the two of us we're gonna find men they're gonna pick up their own socks and do their own fucking laundry and we're just gonna keep working that's right yeah exactly (laughs) and and i don't want to hear anything in the evening like where are you i miss you oh my god can you come sit and watch xyz with me no you know know what you and i don't ever dare say that to them like where are you why are you working i miss you can you come home and have lunch with me i mean they're not gonna do that so i used to do that okay so i used to i used to work not nights but like from like 1 to 9 p.m And so I would drop grandma off at the sitter and then like go see my boyfriend at the time for like lunch Mm -hmm. because we couldn't do, you know, dinner or anything in the evenings. Um, But I was very much like a codependent person. Like I needed to see him every day. He did not need to see me every day. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't need to see you every day. I don't even really need to see you once a week. Like (laughs) I like my life. I have shit to do. If you want to X, Y, Z, cuddle, whatever, you know where I'm at. Like, I'm not coming to you. <laughs> yeah, in fact, this is one of the things I've been thinking about, Ashley. I wouldn't even mind if we had separate households. Amen. I Come think this visit. should be something. Yeah, I think this should be something that is not, like, weird or frowned upon. Um, I don't want to live with somebody. I mean, it would have to be like the most perfect person. I would have to build this person from scratch on my own for me to share a house with them. Um, I don't know what it is. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're like that too, because I'm not, I don't feel as weird, no. but I, it's crazy to me because I had a boyfriend, the one where I was a codependent and he wasn't, and he didn't want to live with anybody. Mm. He didn't want to get married. He didn't want to, and I'm, I have somehow morphed into this boyfriend because I'm like, no, I have my house. You have your house. I think we're beginning to answer the question of why are we still single? Cause we're men. Like, 
because we have turned into it's gonna have to take a very special guy i will tell you the current guy that has my most interest at this point um we kind of already settled this he lives about 45 minutes away from where i'm moving um he works a lot i work a lot and i was like i i don't have a nanny yet i don't have a babysitter i was like it's gonna be you know i might be able to see you like one day on a weekend every couple of weeks I was like and I want it to be fun and I don't want it to be dramatic or bullshit I I just want fun and he he's like that sounds great I was like okay if that's what we can do like if that's what you you know you're signing up for this like you're not meeting my kids you're not coming to my house then tell me you're on board and he's like that sounds great Mm -hmm. and I was like all right let's see if it works out that way yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because when, when I'm thinking about it, I still want a relationship. I'd like this person to confide in me and be emotionally interested in what's going on in my life. I'd like to be able to call them up and be upset or or see them and talk about stuff. Uh, I'd like to rely on them emotionally for things, but I don't want them to rely. I don't want them to rely on easing their life responsibilities with me. I mean, that's that's the line that I have. And so I'm not looking for just I'm not saying you are, but I, I want more than friends with benefits. I, I'd like us to be like monogamously committed, exclusive relationship uh, uh, and something that we see this as being long term. But I also I really want my independence. I want my autonomy. And um, I, I don't see. And in fact, this is what the question I had for you, because I'd be curious to hear because I used to be pretty codependent as well. So what changed? Why are you not codependent? And how did you even begin to realize that you were? Because you and I, I think both, I mean, we shared what, how I, we started at bottom, our last podcast, mm-hmm. and you and I have made some big pivots. So how have you, how did you get here where you're this, like, I don't need someone to fix me. I'm, I'm good on my own. So how did you do that? Um, I went through three, the last three relationships. One was two years, one was a year uh and the and the other one was a year long I went through three really shitty breakups um one that basically turned me into an alcoholic one where I was pregnant and broke and had no idea how I was gonna pay rent Mm -hmm. um and then the last one which you know ended in ended in an assault against me um and I just kind of was like done like obviously my picker is broken whatever I'm done but when I look back on it every time I thought oh my god if I don't have this person I'm not gonna make it yeah I did you know I did um and this last time um for like six months um we were doing like a week on and a week off so he we lived an hour away from each other so he would spend a week at his house and then he'd come to my house for a week and I was always excited when he was gonna come but it literally took like 24 hours before I was like get the fuck out of my house like I'm so annoyed with you you're in my space you ruined my schedule you're not considerate like if I were to go okay so say I'm gonna go to your house I'm gonna spend a week there I am not going to sleep until 2 p.m. and be mad at you for doing your dishes you know like it was one of those things where where 
or right, watching come, YouTube's at 4 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, like he would come to my house and feel like the whole world had to revolve around him and would get yeah. mad that my kids woke up at 9 a.m. They woke up yeah. at 9 a.m. Yeah. Not four. Right. Like, right, right. Because right. right now they wake up at like four. <laughs> like, no, like this was easy. And I was just so aggravated. And I, after that relationship ended, so that relationship ended three months ago. And I am not going to lie. These have been the best three months of probably mm. my last decade. Mm. Like my businesses are doing good. I'm working. I bought a car that's completely paid off. Yeah. I'm moving to a place where I want to move. Um, like it's just incredible to me. Like my life has, I, I dropped a bunch of, I dropped about 180 pounds of dead weight and now I'm doing great. So that's what changed, you know? And I think for me up till up, up until this last relationship breakup, I, I, I really felt like when I looked at my life and I looked at me being on my own, it terrified me, the emptiness, Mm -hmm. you know, the me with no one in my life. I I just literally felt such dread and fear. Um, but then I I'm doing it, you know? Um, and so the very thing that I used to think it used to be, this is how bad it used to be. It used to be if there was even an open weekend, even with my family, and I didn't know what we might be doing to occupy it, I'd get panicked. Now I'm thinking it every day is open. Mm-hmm. I mean, every day I feel, by, I mean, I live alone, work on my own, in my own house for myself. So it's not like I'm seeing anyone. So uh, I'm literally defining, I'm defining my life and I'm discovering I'm enough. Yeah. I've never known that before, ever. I've never literally known that before. I've been alone before, but it was sheer terror the entire oh. time. Yeah. I, I get that though. Emmy's, when I was pregnant with Emmy, so two, oh, two and a half years ago, was the worst time of my life. I was sick. I was lonely. I mean, I was alone. And I, I had like, I had friends but it was a terrible winter. Like it was just awful. And I literally, like, I just spent every day, like I would get him to school and I'd go home and I just go lay in bed. Like it was the worst time. But if I can survive that, like right now in my life is a piece of cake and I love it so much that I don't want somebody to come in and change it. Right, right, right. Well, and the other hard part that was going on was my, when mine was ending was my son was very, very ill. And so he was diagnosed with cancer and there may be a chance that he wouldn't respond to medicine. So there would be nights that I literally would be alone in bed, sobbing out of terror for him, a fear for him. And I had to dig deep enough to find my own comfort Mm -hmm. because there wasn't anybody I'm going to call at midnight. And besides, what could they say? They can't tell me it's going to be okay. Nobody could tell me that. So I had to like literally face the fact that I could lose my kid and I had to find a way to be able to, to go to sleep, you know, to get, so I can get up to go to the hospital the next day. And I think doing that over and over forced me to really realize that I had the resources within me. I just didn't know that. I really didn't know that before. I think it's like this, this not wanting to, trust that you can go through these things and come out the other side Mm -hmm. by yourself um like yes is it more um fun to have somebody to go do things with of course you know and but in my day-to-day life um 
you know, I, I used to just feel like I couldn't, I couldn't be alone. I'd start texting people at night. Like I couldn't like now it's, it's nothing to be alone. It's actually one of my favorite things. So, but I feel like you have to kind of, you know, we talked about rock bottom last week. I kind of feel like you have to hit that space where you go through something really bad by yourself. And then you come out the other side and you know that you don't need anybody else. Do you want somebody else? Of course, but you don't need them. Right, right, right. Yeah, it, it, it forced me to have to discover myself and discover that I had the resources within me to do these really, really tough things. In fact, and part of it, there was actually a joy in some of it. Like when I was here, I moved back and I had literally had nothing. And so I had a bare house. Well, it meant I had to go and start figuring out how I'm going to fill it, what I'm going to fill it with. And I realized that I could do whatever I wanted with whatever I wanted. I mean, yeah, yeah, my budget might be limited, but I didn't mean I couldn't find some cheap ass thing it was used that was the right color and the right, you know, I could, I, it was up to me. Every just even when I decided what kind of car, I decided I want a luxury car that was used. I decided what my budget was and I started looking for that damn thing. And sure enough, I found one and I went out and I bought that thing. So I, there was there, as much as some of that was scary. And before I would have like, do you think this is the right thing? Should I do mm-hmm. this? Now I'm like, well, it's up to you. Yeah. Ask you. I love that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a taste of that feeling when I had kids and their dads were not in the picture mm. to the point where whenever, you know, when you have kids, everyone tells you to file for child support, whatever. And I'm like, if I file for child support right now, then they become a bigger part of the picture if they want to. Like I'm open to them having a relationship, but at that point in time, neither one was interested. So I was kind of like, if I wanted to go get their passports and jump on a plane to Europe right now for vacation, I could do that. You're you know, right, once, right. once things go, go right further, back. you have to start getting permissions and all these different things. And right. so I got a little taste of that. And now I have this taste of where I have a three bedroom house waiting for me in Iowa that I get to decorate the whole thing. I have no furniture right now. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a lot like yours. And I'm like, I'm so excited. I don't have to ask anybody's opinion. I don't have to, you know, I didn't have to run my car purchase past somebody. And I know in my last relationship, in the way that I bought my car and that I paid it all off um, in one big lump sum and everything like that, he would have told me not to do that. Mm. He would have told me not to do that so that I could spend more of that money. Mm. And it's like, it's insanely freeing to be like, I'm making these decisions and there's no, nope, nobody tell me no. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. <laughs> Somebody said to me, and I thought it was a really powerful thing, and I realized how I was answering it before, and I realized how I'm answering it now. She said, when you enter into a relationship, no matter who it is, you have to ask yourself, how many concessions am I willing to make? And what I was realizing that up till now, it was like almost all of me. I was willing to make almost the, my entire self a concession. Now, mm-hmm. you and I start defining today and say, Mm-mm. it's going to be this much, not looking for a lot more. Yeah. And I'm not looking for a lot of concessions. I'm not expecting a lot of concessions, but uh, no, it, that I really had to realize that I need to hold more of myself back and that if they need that out of me, then they're asking for too much. Yeah. Um, it's so in my last relationship, um, I had an amazing little two bedroom place that I loved with a little yard and a deck and all these things. And I had a work schedule. I had all these different things. He lost his job and suddenly I was, you know, 
I'm making more time for him during the day when I should be working. Right. Um, he wanted to go travel. So we bought a school bus and I gave up my little place that I absolutely loved. Um, you know, there was all these things that I was like, oh yeah, let's do that. But it wasn't my idea and it wasn't even anything that I really wanted to do. Right. right you know, right, it was right. just like, I wanted to be with this person and this yeah. person wanted to do this. And I was so afraid of being alone that I was like, if I don't go, right. he's going to go without me. Right, 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 right. Yeah, because I'm hearing conceded, then you conceded, then you conceded. Yeah, it's and like- I did the same thing. I, I should have just told him to go. Like right, if, I, right. if I wasn't important enough for him to stay, then fucking good riddance. Like, right, 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 why right. are you still here? <laughs> Yeah. In fact, right after we got married, my, my ex lost his job and not once did I ever say, so how are you going to help? In fact, he wasn't, he wasn't supporting the household at all, but I didn't mm -hmm. ask him. So how are you going to plan to help support the household? I never once asked him that now I would like, well, that's a problem. I, I don't know yeah. what you about it. You're half of whatever it is that we're paying for here, but that's a problem. I'm not fixing when, it. When the last one, the last guy I was with lost his job. Um, and it's amazing because, you know, later, a year, a year later when we got in fights about who supported who, when, whatever, it was always, I never contributed anything. But he lost his job, wasn't paying his rent, um, was staying at my house and eating my food and all these things. But I didn't contribute anything <laughs> ever. He never got a job. He never yeah, got a job. Either. A year and a half later, he never got a job. Yeah. But by golly, his cell phone never got shut off. Exactly. His rent yeah. always got paid. Oh, yeah, in fact, always mine, fucking eating. Like yeah, and mine would get mad and throw the cell phone and break it, and then he assumed that I'd pay for the next. Right. It's yeah. amazing how that works out. I know. Man. I know. Garbage human beings. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, there's a part of me is like, but Carrie, you never once looked at him and said, "Damn." Hey, bud, you have no independent income and you just smashed your phone. Kind of a problem. Not fixing it. See, I did. I was always like, what are you going to do? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I really don't want to ask my mom, but I guess I could. And I'm like, you are 37 years old. What the fuck are you asking your mom for? Like, yeah. like, I'll do it. Like, I always end up doing it. I always end up paying like. But seriously, you're 37 yeah. and your go-to well, is your yeah. mom. I Well, mine is so bad that the, right after we're divorced more than a year. And, and of course, he really fucked me over literally with uh, lots of other women. He came back and said, I need $5,000. And I said, excuse me, you're nobody to me. Well, I, I really needed 10 to 15,000. I'm just nice for not asking for more. Like, but dude, you're no one to me. <laughs> Well, you were nice I, by responding. I know, and then he said, but, but that was just, that was very, that was very, I asked in good faith. What's good faith about this? There's no good faith here. You go earn your income or fall on your face. It's nothing to do with me. But isn't it interesting how they assume, like, you'll be able, I don't need to love you. I don't need to be faithful to you. I don't need to honor our commitment to you. But I don't need to treat you well. I don't, yeah, I don't need to treat you well, but you should come through whenever I want it. Why? Why? <laughs> it is ridiculous. And it is like this whole, I mean, I felt like I got conned for two years. Like, yes, was there feelings on both sides? Probably. But also 
there was more of like a, well, I tolerate her because she does these things for me, mm-hmm. you know? And instead of getting up on your own two fucking feet and being a decent human being, it was always like, how can I, you know, sit on my ass for a few more days without having to get a job? Like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. But yeah, though, you know, that relationship, my last relationship probably is what affected me the most when it comes to being, Mm-hmm. not codependent because I don't want to have to need somebody's presence yeah. so much that I am suffering in every other way just to yeah, have somebody because the word that I thought you're going to say was that you don't need want somebody so much so that you you accept their leftovers <laughs> that's all that we were getting was yeah that's kind of true <laughs> that's kind of true you're, well that's it's all just, I was getting I wasn't yeah you know, he wasn't sending text messages of I love you to me and I'm the one supporting his ass. Yeah. You know, it's I mean, really so. interesting how that works out. Like I I would like to say that he was faithful, but he obviously wasn't. Um, but just kind of to the point where it I never really thought about that. Like it was I like I was never getting like the cream of the crop, the best. Like I was always getting like whatever, you know. Not, yeah, but you were given important. the best. I mean, you gave up your yeah. two-bedroom house. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I gave I up a lot. Too, and I, I, I did too. I gave up a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So I think it's just now it's like, for me, it's a new year. Mm-hmm. And I have distanced myself from that situation so much that it doesn't even feel like I'm the same person. Yeah. Like it feels like, like, you know, the title of this episode is Why Are We Single in 2021? Because I fucking want to be, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. In like, fact, I have a feeling that both for both of us, that if these people crossed our paths, we talked about the red flags, we were like, mm-mm. Oh, yeah. If somebody just liked the last one, can't, I'm, no. No. I'm Okay, so I'm currently in Oklahoma, and I was at the gas station the other day, and my ex is from he was from California, moved to Iowa. And this guy, you know, was like talking to me or whatever. And we were talking back and forth. And then he said, you know, what brought you? Cause my driver's license is from Iowa. What brought you to Oklahoma? Oh, my mom, you know, and what brought you to Oklahoma? Where are you from? And he's like, I'm from California. I was like, it's nice to meet you. Bye. Like, <laughs> no, thank you. That's funny. Nope. Hey, did you know that my driver's license is Iowa as well? Really? That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. I Iowa is the place to be because because Texas has been closed, so it's not been able, I've not been able to go in and get, and fix it, but I'll have to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to go get a new one with my new Iowa address on it when I go up there, but, mm-hmm. um, I was going to do it here. And then I was like, I'm just, I'm just going back. Like, exactly. Was exactly. Yeah, exactly. No. So. Yeah. No, but it I is, agree. it is like, yeah. If I, you know, saw the same type yeah. of red yeah. flags. Um, no, I would not like, I'm not a lonely person in need of company. Like I'm a whole person who is kind of kicking ass and, you know, come along with me if you add to the experience, I guess. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Cause back to your original question of why are we single in 2021? Because we both fell in love with ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is. It's been really interesting to go through such a low point in my life, but actually come out the the other side, like completely in love with how it is right now. Yeah. Like yeah. 
I usually when you go down to that low place, you're not coming up right away, you know, and like bobbing right back up to the surface, like, hey, everything's awesome. But that's kind of what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I got to meet me and I really liked me. And I found out that I'm way more sufficient than I ever thought. And, 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 and and as a result, I'm not willing to sacrifice much. Whereas before, when you're desperate, you're willing to sacrifice a lot. Yeah, I think I was always making like sacrifices and concessions because I wanted my kids to have another parent. Yeah. Um, you know, whoever, male or female, whatever, you know, I fell in love with. Um, but, you know, I asked Graham yesterday, yesterday we went to the car wash and I asked him if he missed my most recent ex. And I, I asked him if, you know, do you want to, do you want to go see him? Just trying to feel out the whole situation. And his response was, no, grandma's house. I said, yeah, okay, we'll go to grandma's house, which is Aww. where we are living now currently. Aww. And it was like, nothing, like nothing. It was just like, no, no. This is somebody that was in his life for two years. Right. And right. I was concerned. I mean, he's right. six. So I was concerned, like, you know, how do you feel towards this person? How, you know, do, right. does he see an absence in his life or whatever? And when he said that, I was like, we are fine. We are yeah. great in a one parent household. Like we are doing well. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, I, I don't even know how to like, I know, I know, you know? That because one of the things I realized recently is I even forget, I forget that I've been married. I forget that this person's been a part of my life. There's such mm-hmm. a, a non-person to me now. Uh, and there's no way, I mean, no way I want them back. I would go back, but I don't even miss the life. You know, I mean, it's just, it, it, it's as if it almost as if it never happened is how it feels to me. Yeah, it, it really does. Like, it's like a, to me, it's like a, a distant memory yeah. and I am so, and I walked out of it and I woke up and life's back on. Yeah. Because I'm not that person anymore. Yeah. It's, it's like, I don't, I, not only do I not know him anymore. I don't even know that girl he was with. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> like who's that? And I feel kind of sad for her. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm right. I know I'm writing about it and I look at myself in that book and I'm like, shit, she's pathetic. <laughs> Girl, get your shit together. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So what are you, um, I guess, what are, what are your, your dating goals for 2021? Do you have dating goals for uh, this year? Know, yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel like that's what got me in trouble before was to have like, <laughs> Yeah, seriously. I, I mean, I was on a mission to recapture my life, like the life mm-hmm. I lost. And to me, it's like, no, I, I really want to. So if I have a goal, my goal is to make my own happiness. And if someone sort of steps alongside of that and it works great, but if it doesn't, I'm going to be okay. Yeah, I like that. I think I have zero dating or relationship goals. Um, I want to make friends. Mm. When I go back, um, I back to Iowa I want to have a friend group I want people that I can go hiking with and do things and all those like that's what I want I want to I want a friend group more than I want a relationship yeah um and I feel like when you get and this has always been like I get into a relationship and then I don't have any friends and that's when like the codependency like you know, you're constantly alone because you don't have anyone else to talk to. You only have this person. Right. And so I don't want to fall into that. I'll like, swear, I just, Ashley, if you start that, I'm going to say uh, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Um, so yeah, I think, I think that I just want to, I want to have a fun summer. Um, I'm going to get my shots soon. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, you know, for anybody who's thinking, oh, fun summer, but, um, you know, and I just want to, I want to make friends. I want to be a normal adult. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I got my shot today. So I'm so excited about that. How do you feel? Exactly. Huh? How do you feel? Fine. No reaction at all. Yeah. No, nothing. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm in the watch group. They made me stay for half an hour because I'm highly allergic. So yeah, yeah, so I had to stay and stick around and make sure I didn't have a reaction. But I mean, so far, not a single, I had the Moderna one is what the one I got. Yeah, I have no idea. I just know I have to call and make an appointment for when I go up to Iowa. So we'll see. (laughs) Oh, it was fast, easy, no big deal. And then, then the next one will be a month from now, 28 days. So cool. Well, all right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this little bit of girl get your shit together. Um, you can follow us on social media and TikTok and all those things. And those links are in the show notes. And um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm.